0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: Welcome, nerds and nerdettes, to yet another, yes, another Real Film Nerds Podcast. Today, episode number 219, Mysterious Mike Talent decided to torture me with one of the worst movies ever made by netflix thunder force mike how are things
2: man they are great you know i don't think this is the worst movie ever made i actually had a lot of fun watching this so this is going to be one of those fun podcasts matt where we both are at odds at each, with each other
1: i did not say the worst movie ever made i said the worst movie netflix has ever made
2: ah okay I don't know, man. They've had some questionable ones for sure.
1: Okay. Tell me one more that's as bad if not worse than this one.
2: Dude, I can't think of one right now. You put me on the spot like that? I don't know. I'll get back to you. Is that the drain damage? Yes, that's the brain damage.
1: Okay, good. All right, got it. Got it. Perfect. All right, Mike. So here we go. Thunder Force, your favorite movie of all time. Oh, hey, uh, one thing I want to do before you do the rundown. Uh, for those of you who have not entered our contest for Wildcat, we still have a handful of codes left. Feel free to shoot us an email. Mike, do you remember what we were asking them to do? I don't remember. You were the one that asked it.
2: Uh No, I don't remember what I said, honestly.
1: Eh, it doesn't matter. If you want a free code, shoot us an email and make us feel like good people. All right, Mike. Go ahead, give us the rundown for 2021's Thunder Force.
2: All right, Matt. Uh, This movie was written and directed by Ben Falcone. It's starring Melissa McCarthy, Octavia Spencer, Jason Bateman, Bobby Cannaval, uh, Palm, Clementif, and... In a world where supervillains are commonplace, two estranged childhood best friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city.
1: Well, all right, Mike. It's a movie. It stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer and Jason Bateman as Crab Man. Half man, half crab. The best part of the whole movie was jason bateman as Crabman and how serious he played
2: it dude i agree dude that was so awesome when he was walking across the screen a couple times it was hilarious oh
1: yeah and he was he was grabbing his pinchers and he was doing the crab walk where he's snapping his pinchers yeah that was hilarious and he, i don't know how he did it but he's stone cold like legit was Crabman? he did not giggle he didn't laugh he didn't play it stupid he played it very straight
2: yeah man i his character was amazing that was, that was really funny i i liked his character quite a bit but you're saying that's the only part of the movie that you liked at all
1: it was the best part i mean the story all right i'll be honest the story wasn't absolute garbage it wasn't great but it wasn't garbage it had potential they did have a massive cop out though right there at the beginning where they have to explain to you everything to get you caught up with the story. I I always think that's just not good filmmaking
2: at all. You mean about their friendship and all that stuff?
1: Right. I understand why they did it, but they, you know, they had a bunch of narration, they had a bunch of, you know, on screen notes, and then they rolled into a bunch of flashbacks, and then the movie finally gets
2: started. Okay, all right. That's true. It did start like that. I don't know. When I, I watched this movie, man, I was looking for just something light and fun, and this is about as light and fun as it gets. This is this is that popcorn movie that y- you were talking about that I really like. I mean, it's not no uh, Kong versus Godzilla or whatever, you know, where it's just, just weird fights and stuff. This, this was fun.
1: That's a summer blockbuster popcorn movie, Mike. This is trash. Absolute trash.
2: <laughs> is it hot garbage or is it mediocre? Is it like cold? Like where is it on the garbage scale?
1: This is definitely flaming hot garbage. Kind of like the flaming hot Cheetos, but in garbage form.
2: Okay. All right. I just sometimes I get confused on the scale of where the cold garbage comes in with the medium warm garbage to the the, the hot garbage. So, you know, I'm, I'm getting there, though. You know, I'll, I'll get it. It's
1: okay, Mike. You know, there's lots of layers of garbage. It's like an onion. You got to start peeling it back. And the worse it gets, the hotter it becomes.
2: <laughs> nice. Nice. Nice analogy, Matt. All right. Um, so this movie is, you know, uh, silly. It's very silly. But it was fun. I no, don't know. It's not. Dude, it was it was fun. I I, I laughed quite a bit watching this. It, it's goofy. I mean, Jason ba- Bateman as the crab was awesome. Um, I don't know. It was just it was fun, man. Did did you realize that I was listening to some music and I heard Corey Taylor and Lizzie Hale have a song that they made for this movie called Thunder Force?
1: That's one of the best redeeming qualities of this film is that it does have a really good soundtrack. It has a lot of really good music. Like, even the fight scenes are, like, heavy metal and stuff. But to go as far as saying this is fun, this is... I've had more fun
2: getting a root canal, Mike. Come on, man. Uh, uh, one of the main characters is Laser. Laser. Awesome. It reminds me of uh, uh, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, where he's in the game show thing and they're chasing him running man, running man. Cause the, the characters, I think one of them is called laser or something like that. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You've seen running man.
1: Yeah. But don't think too hard. I, I saw you turn your head and do your little thinking thing. And then, you know, now you're back. So yes. Laser. Yeah. I,
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to hurt my head. So I, I turned it off.
1: Oh, okay. Good. All right. Good to know. Good to know. But Yes, this movie is very silly, but it is not funny silly. It's ridiculous. It just a lot of it is just very dumb. It's dumb silly a lot of it.
2: You know, it kind of reminded me of some Adam Sandler movie, you know, just dumb things, his characters keep doing dumb things and I I don't know. I w- I was laughing, man. It was yeah, maybe maybe it was my uh what what's that that part of your brain that's like uh the prehistoric part or whatever the medulla oblongata
1: sure let's go with that i don't know i'm not a brain people i'm not a brain (laughs) surgeon i'm just me i'm a movie peoples
2: (sighs) okay well anyway this this movie is fun man i don't i don't know the special effects were not good the the you know it was just fun
1: okay so it was fun sitting there watching melissa mccarthy and Octavia Spencer try and get out of a Lamborghini for 10 minutes. Dude, that was
2: funny. You didn't think it was funny? It was funny no. until they kept waiting and taking forever. I like the montage, like the Melissa McCarthy montage of the training, you know, with, with her and Octavia Spencer and like they're both training, but Melissa Car- McCarthy's like superpower thing is like terrible, you know, and I, I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Well, it was funny that her injections kept going straight to her face, and Octavia Spencer just had to take a pill. She's like, "Oh yeah, this is miserable," and she's like, "Oh, the headaches! The headaches are so bad." Uh, that was a that was an okay part. That was pretty funny.
2: Okay, all right, all right. You know, it it, it had a few th- a few things. I mean, man, I'm trying to think of a Netflix movie that was worse than this, but I'm I'm not coming up with one right now. But oh. What about the Michael Bay, the Bay Bang?
1: Dude, I would watch that three times over compared to this. At least the action in the Bay Bang was freaking amazing.
2: Okay, the action in the Bay Bang was amazing.
1: But the story was garbage. That's great. I'm not comparing the stories. Both of the stories were not good. The movie as a whole, the Bay Bang was better because the
2: action was amazing. What was it called Six Underground, I think is what it was called? Yes. Yes.
1: Real Film Nerds podcast episode number Come on use your brains Mike.
2: Oh, oh, you mean type type in my my brain?
1: No, it's okay. You don't need to google it. Our true fans have probably listened to it already, so it's okay. okay. Or they didn't. All three of them.
2: Okay. All right. Well, uh what what about that Spencer Confidential or whatever the Marky Mark um Netflix movie? That it was, was- kind of
1: pretty bad but i still think this is worse
2: okay all right um ah, man i'm trying to go through them in my head as many as i can uh i like that movie bright did you like that movie bright with will smith you know i thought that
1: was not bad i didn't think it was amazing i would say it was a little bit above average i enjoyed it and they are making a sequel uh what did it for me on that uh didn't we review that too i don't know we, if we- did i
2: think I think we've reviewed most of these movies I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out there.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I don't remember if we reviewed bright or not. I mean, that's been a while, but the world building on that was fantastic. The story and the plot was really, really good. It was just, you know, the, the mediocrity of the action and everything else kind of surrounding it was what wasn't great about that. But I thought the story in the world building was just really good with bright. And I, I'm excited to see a sequel if they have Will Smith in it again.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was an interesting movie. I, I, I think the, I, I, I look forward to seeing an, another one, but we'll we'll see what happens.
1: What are you googling right now, Mike? I can see your eyes googling.
2: I'm trying to remember that movie that we just watched recently on Netflix with uh, Jamie Foxx and it was like the you, t- you took the drug what was the drug called and then you were like enhanced
1: yeah that was the name of the movie was the name of the drug but
2: yeah it was a superhero movie it was a superhero movie
1: well this, I can't,
2: this is a superhero movie too I can't think of the name of it um I'm looking for it Oh, Project Power. There you go. Yeah, Project Power. That that was that was fun. Uh, I guess the story in that was better. Yeah, yeah. That was that was good. What, you you like that one? Yeah. Oh, and the acting was better, and the
1: action was definitely better. I don't know. We don't need to sit here and dissect all of Netflix movies on what shit. This one is shit. I don't recommend it. Move along. <laughs> turn off the podcast
2: love oh, man wow just straight for the the what, what is it uh quarter reel is that is, can we go that low no we can't
1: no we can't i'm sorry mike we can't but i think you're forgetting something mike you just took a sip of it
2: oh yes yes how could i forget that man uh matt what are you drinking during this podcast today
1: ah <sighs> mike i am drinking uh more of my five dollar beers from safeway of the old
2: shiner excellent excellent matt i am drinking something a little different this time i mean not i mean it's still an ipa so don't worry people i'm drinking a lagunitas ipa
1: i thought you were gonna say it was apple juice out of a baby bottle
2: no man that's for the baby
1: oh oh okay okay he doesn't get IPAs yet. A Couple more years.
2: Yeah, yeah, at least one or two. You know, uh, IPAs are pretty bitter, Matt. You know that, right? So it, it would, it's going to be quite a while before he can acquire the taste.
1: That's true. That's true. Unless, unless he's like me and he's bitter enough without him.
2: Oh, nice, nice. That's a good one, Matt. That reminds me of that line in Snatch.
1: Hey, speaking of Snatch, we will talk about that. Later, towards the end of the podcast. Mike, how does Thunder Force, this hot garbage, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, There's actually a couple tie-ins that I found on this one pretty easily. Um, So, Bobby uh, Cannaval, uh, who played the king in this movie, also uh, played a character, Paxton, on Ant-Man. Yes, he did. Very good, Mike. And then, uh, this one, uh, I feel bad already. Um, Palm uh, Clementif uh, played laser in this movie and then in the mcu played mantis in the guardians of the galaxy volume 2 avengers infinity war and endgame
1: yep you can't really recognize her though because she doesn't have all of her makeup like she does in um the marvel cinematic universe
2: yeah it was i mean i i still i think i recognized her a little bit but it was it was different you know because there was so much makeup you know mantis has the little like feeler things and glowies and yeah you know.
1: giant eyeballs and yep yep
2: Ooh, matt on the mcu front you're gonna love this so melissa mccarthy is rumored to be cameoing in thor love and thunder
1: as who i don't know dude please god not thunder force i don't know well you saw the big drop today, I assume, Mike. You pay attention to Facebooks when you're supposed to be working. They have announced all kinds of Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four stuff. They laid out the plans completely from here on out.
2: I did uh, see a little bit about that, uh, but you know, I'm working the whole time, liar. So, what do you think about the plans, man?
1: I don't know we'll see, man. We'll see. I still am not super nuts about a uh, Brie Larson is captain marvel let alone another captain marvel hopefully they'll start phasing her out and bring in monica rambo that would be freaking awesome i would love that get rid of brie larson but that's that's another story
2: all right we can leave that on the table did you see how many
1: big movies are coming out they all kinds of announcements today we're gonna have a very busy year if everything sticks to its timeline mike We really are. There's four MCU movies alone on top of Ghostbusters, on top of, I mean, we're going to be very busy in the theaters.
2: Well, Matt, I mean, they've been sitting on this stuff forever. So like, I don't know. It might be, I don't know how advantageous it'll be to release it so close together because then they might have this problem of everyone's like, I already spent all my money on the movies. I'm, I'm good for this week or next week you know we'll see we'll see what happens matt we will have a very busy time we of course will be going to see those movies uh matt i just saw that that guy Ritchie movie is coming out this weekend Um, mike why are you
1: already ruining it
2: what we're not even to what we're watching next week oh oh all right all right sorry sorry it's
1: my pick i get to pick and yes that's what i was going to talk about The Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie movie is coming out this week, and that is going to be our review. You know, if you listen to Magic 99.1 every morning, you would know that's what we're going to be watching for next week, is Wrath of Man.
2: Oh, nice, dude. That looks awesome. Now, Mike, when was
1: the last time Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie worked together?
2: Probably in that movie that I just mentioned earlier, Snatch.
1: Nope. It was 2005, Revolver.
2: Oh, that was a good
1: one, too. So they have done four films together, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Revolver, and Wrath of Man.
2: Wow, I I feel like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels really got Jason Statham to where he is now.
1: So here's the question. Why have they not worked together in forever, and is this going to be a good movie we're going to go see this weekend?
2: I think it's going to be a good movie. I think Jason Statham's just busy, and Guy Ritchie was uh, married to Madonna, and, you know, she took all his time. I don't know.
1: Well, it has to be better than Thunder Force.
2: <laughs> oh, man. If, if the, the listeners could have seen that look.
1: You know, the credits were better than the freaking movie in this one.
2: Ouch. Ouch, man. This, this dumpster fire is getting hotter. It is. It is. It's starting
1: to turn white hot. The dumpster is starting to melt.
2: <laughs> so then what does it become then? Like just a, a fire fire?
1: Fire fire, yes, that's what we're calling it. Yep. <laughs> there, we're gonna rename all the fire departments to Firefire fire Departments.
2: <laughs> it's got fire in the name. It's great.
1: It does, it does, it works well. All right, Mike. So let's talk about my favorite character of Thunder Force. The only reason I somewhat enjoyed this movie, Jason Bateman is Crab Man.
2: Dude, he was awesome. He was so funny, man. The the when when I saw like him do the crab walk uh across the screen like when they were talking about like um in like villains or whatever, I was like was that what I think I I saw and then you see him again, and you're like, "Yes, it was." It was awesome.
1: Well, what about the scene where Melissa McCarthy and Jason Bateman are getting intimate and She's like rubbing butter all over his claws. And then she busts out with a bottle of Old Bay to like sprinkle on him. And he's like, oh, great. You brought the Old Bay. And she's like, no, no. I always have the Old Bay with me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, I don't know how they didn't crack up laughing. Like there's probably some amazing outtakes from some of these scenes because th- <laughs> that was really funny.
1: And then when um, um, the king, uh, played by uh, Bobby Cannavale, breaks like his claws like completely off, I'm just like, oh my god! He's not even like screaming about it. I thought he was gonna like grab on and like suck like the meat out real quick. That would have been even funnier. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. And then I, if you notice at the end, like his claws are like growing back, growing back, and they're like really, really tiny.
2: I did I did see it at the end. That was awesome.
1: Alright, Mike. So tell me another part that should make me like this movie, even though I don't. Um Great. I'm you, asking you to think again, people. I'm sorry. I apologize. Get used to the long pauses.
2: You didn't like the uh the friendship story of uh friends like reunited after, you know, some time away and you know, Melissa McCarthy's character is like the the tough tough girl and Octavia Spencer is like the brainiac. You you didn't like like some of that or
1: boring.
2: All right, man. I'm sorry. Though.
1: Okay, fine. I like that Melissa McCarthy's character was heavy into heavy metal. She was wearing a Slayer T-shirt. That
2: was all right. She was, and and she was going to concerts and all kinds of things. So
1: one thing I didn't like is how Octavia Spencer. Everyone kept calling her nerds, including Laser. And she was like, "No, we're not nerds, we're smart, really That was ridiculous,
2: yeah, I did think that was a little weird line because I feel like nowadays it's uh more of a uh badge of honor
1: to be named an official nerd,
2: yeah, you don't think so, man? I mean you've got your you've got lots of stuff on your sleeves.
1: I feel like it's just everyone trying to popularize the outcasts. I don't know, or maybe." all the popular people finally understand that all the stuff us nerdy people like is actually pretty fun and interesting and cool. Like, you remember, video games were always lambasted to a level when we were growing up, and now everybody and their mom plays video games, and now I can't.
2: I'm sorry, Matt. I'm sorry you can't play video games anymore. But, yes, everybody does play video games. Everybody has this little portable video game machine in their pocket all the time, and, uh, yeah,
1: they're using it. So, Mike, here's the question. Very important. Xbox One X or PlayStation 5?
2: I don't know, man. With Bill and Melinda ending it, uh, I feel like... I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm still kind of loyal to the Xbox, but... The numbers (sighs) say Xbox. More people are buying the Xbox.
1: Xbox is starting to get more exclusives, too. Um, PlayStation 5, you still can't find anywhere. You can't find the Xbox really either, but people are getting a hold of the Xbox now. My nephew, Michael, has an Xbox X, and he loves it, and he was going back and forth between the 5 and the X, and he swore he was not going to get another Xbox, but he did.
2: And he's liking it?
1: He loves it, yeah. He even went as far as getting a 4K TV so he could actually play the games in 4K. With 120 hertz? I doubt it's 120 hertz. But he got a 4K TV, so that that right there is a big step up from the 720 that I gave him.
2: Oh yeah, man, that's a big that's a big deal. Yeah.
1: The one that really swayed him though was when they announced that the MLB officially licensed game um is going to be released on Xbox. That was it cuz Xbox has not had an officially licensed baseball game in I don't know 15 years, maybe 10 15 years something like that because it's always been a playstation exclusive since i think the ps3 wow
2: yeah i haven't heard of anybody getting one myself uh i know that a lot of people have been trying to get them there i mean the chip shortages and all the the just different things it seems like no one can make their stuff (laughs) so it's it's kind of crazy
1: I don't know. I think uh, down the road, when they're more prevalent and I have more time, I will probably get an Xbox. But I was just thinking about this weekend. I really wish I could just sit down and play even like games that I've had forever that people have beat to death. I have never gotten to finish Red Dead Redemption 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5. You know, I started playing Grand Theft Auto 5 when it came out on the 360. And then I stopped because I got an Xbox one and it came out on the Xbox one i haven't played it really much because of life life is just always in the way
2: yeah i understand man i understand i don't get time to play like we used to um plus i i sleep which i know you don't do but uh you know i i like to sleep sometimes
1: well and you know there's a lot of games that are like online only kind of stuff and they really like borderlands 3 like if i could play that with someone else or two people or three people and there's a group of four of us which is what they intend it's a heck of a lot better than just playing it by yourself. But the problem is I don't know many friends yourself included that have time to play video games, let alone play them at all. They just, it's just part of getting old, I guess now
2: that, uh, well for our particular situation, the time zones, uh, can be difficult to adjust because things are a lot later here on the East coast than they are over there. So that, that, you know, three hour difference can really, uh, be tough to play games at night or whatever.
1: Yeah. Or even in the day, sometimes it's difficult, but I mean, my nephew, you know, he plays pretty much by himself. That's why he plays baseball so much. He's in college. He could play with a lot of people. That's when I played probably, I don't know, me and you played quite a bit when we were in high school, and middle school on the computer, but I would think he would play quite a bit in college, and he doesn't. he just kind of plays by himself.
2: I know in college we played a lot of land games, yeah like we Because, uh you know the the colleges uh, <laughs> well, now we're dating ourselves, Matt, but back then, the colleges had all the awesome internet i I mean I'm sure they still have really good internet now, but they had like really fast connections, but it was only really internal. So you couldn't you couldn't get out too far with stuff. I mean you could play online games for sure, but the uh land games were a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. So
1: Oh yeah, dude. The T one lines we played uh I don't remember what you played much, but we played mostly Counter Strike and um uh a little bit of Doom and Quake, but mostly Counter Strike. And Counter Strike and Half Life were the real big games when I was in freshman and sophomore year of college.
2: Yeah, we played that a little bit and then uh we we played um uh Starcraft and, and oh yeah stuff. yeah like yeah you and I even yeah, played
1: Starcraft when you were in school and I was in school we played that quite a bit um that was a lot of fun World of Warcraft you know not the MMORPG the original Warcraft we played that a little bit but Starcraft was better because it was just cooler it was newer
2: it was cooler and I don't know I liked the way some of the things were set up it was just different a little bit different mechanics but yeah anyway okay um
1: so I got us really off topic I'm sorry Mike but it's just I don't know I miss I miss playing video games and being to able to like I think it's just a story thing I think that's why I enjoy movies so much is I love stories and I love being told stories and I love telling stories and that's one of the reasons why my boss thinks I'm so good at selling real estate is because I'm really good at telling stories anyways, I don't know I just love it and I love all the different ways to tell stories you know I love books, I love photographs I love movies i love documentaries i love you i love all that stuff and it's because at its core it's stories and i just i'm a lover of stories i guess is a good way to put it and the story on this was terrible (laughs) there
2: i got us back a little bit a little bit man yeah that that was a that was a like a long lead-in to be like this movie's crap
1: (laughs) okay again the story on this actually wasn't that bad it just, it needs some work. I wanted it to be funnier. I'm sorry, Mike. I wanted it to be funnier.
2: I thought it was just fine, as I've said many times already. And, um, you know, I, I guess, Matt, we, we can't beat this dead horse anymore. So uh, why don't you go ahead and give us your, your quarter, I mean, whatever reels you're going to give us.
1: I thought you were going to go first. I thought that's why you were leading. I was like, oh, Mike has a good lead and he's going to say how many reels. Oh, my God. And then you throw it to me. All right, fine. I'll go first for once then. Mike, I give it 1.5
2: reels. Oh, man. I really thought you were going to give it a quarter reel. No, dude. So no. victory.
1: No, no. We can't do quarter reels. The lowest we could do is a half, and you've done that once. Or actually, I guess we could give no reels, right?
2: Yeah, I guess no reels, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give this movie three reels. Because, like I said many times, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I don't know. I guess I just enjoyed it more. The crab character was just phenomenal. But like I, I, I just enjoyed it. I don't know. Well, that makes one of us. All right, Matt. So uh, tell us more about our movie that we're reviewing next week.
1: Next week, we're going to talk about the new Jason Statham movie. I closed the browser, so I don't remember what the name of it is. Wrath of something.
2: Wrath of Man? Yeah, there you go,
1: Wrath of Man. It looks like a fun action movie starring Jason Statham, directed by Guy Ritchie. Only available in movie theaters. We cannot stream this anywhere, to my knowledge. So if you want to watch this one, you're going to have to hit the theaters with us. I don't know when I'm going to do that, but I will do my best since the showtimes I normally used to get to don't exist anymore. So we'll see how that goes. But... uh we're going to the theaters, Mike. I'm sorry. We're going to the theaters.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I echo the show times that I used to go to don't exist either. So I've got to squeeze it in in the more prime times because they've really cut back. Uh, I mean, understandably. So it's, it's definitely different. I used to go in the mornings just because I like going to the theater when no one's there. But apparently the theaters want people to be there. and
1: that's when I would go I would go the opposite I would go at night because there's no one there and that's when my life is a little bit more calm cool and collected and I can sit down and actually enjoy the film but now the latest showing they have here locally is 7 o'clock their average films are between noon and 7 o'clock is when their show times are here so anyways we'll, we'll go we'll check it out we'll let you guys know if it's worth going to the theaters I think it probably will be I like Guy Ritchie films I always have snatch is one of my favorites we still need to review
2: that one of these days mike we do man snatch was a phenomenal movie i remember watching that movie and just blown away i was like that was so much fun oh it was so good so good
1: now his uh most recent one uh that we reviewed the gentleman i believe that's the name of it with um yes yeah yeah right um it was okay i don't think it was his best work but i don't think it was a bad movie either
2: he he's a good filmmaker he really is yeah, that one had um, Hugh Grant in it, and um, Matthew McConaughey, Jax Teller. Yeah, Jack Teller, right, was in that one as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of his name, Charlie
1: Hunnam. As yeah, Charlie like Hunnam.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then and then Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Um, there could have been a little bit more, but it, it was a uh, it was still pretty good. It was decent.
1: Yeah, it was it was a decent film. It' not his best work, not his worst work. That's for sure, um other than that, you know, Mike uh we have a couple more giveaways coming in the future. one of them is going to be a physical blu-ray, and we're definitely gonna need you know some people to enter on that one. That one's gonna be a tough one. I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of entries and we're gonna have to mail those out again like we did um for uh King of Staten Island was the last one where we had physical media yep. But we have two coming down the road. I'm not going to disclose them until we actually have them and their timeframes. But uh, other than that, you know, we still got a couple copies of Wildcat left. If anyone wants a free movie, hit us up, email us. Uh, outside of that, Mike, do your thing.
2: Uh, all right, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. And make sure to follow us on Instagram or, as the cool kids say, Insta, uh, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. And go out there and catch some movies, especially if you've been vaccinated. Uh, You know the theaters are could use some help. Uh, Me and Matt are going this weekend, so uh, hopefully uh, some more people start going to the movies and keep the theaters alive. If not, uh, you know you can still stream at home. But uh, yeah, watch some movies, have some fun, eat some popcorn. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter,
0: and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.
3: Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this?
0: It is the movie master of... Miracles. I don't know. Movie
3: Master of Miracles. <laughs> Boy, have you changed your name.
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am, I did. Uh, I, don't I know, know. yes. Yeah. I was just trying to think of something with M's.
3: <laughs> well, I think uh, Real Film Nerd is a little more fitting. Good morning, Matt Hinshaw. How you doing, buddy?
0: Good morning. Lisa Living Local on Magic 99.1. <laughs> I am doing well.
3: Well, uh, even after watching that horrible movie you watched on Netflix, huh? Oh, that
0: movie was. So bad. I want, that, <laughs> I want that hour and forty-seven minutes of my life back. I well, really, I really
3: do. And you knew it was going to be bad because when you told me that um, that was the movie you were going to be watching, you said that your co-host must hate you. I, I
0: yeah. And he, <laughs> you, he, he's like, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. I'm like, sure. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, with Jason Bateman in it, I would be tempted to watch it, but uh, after looking at the reviews, no way, Jose.
0: I have to say Jason Bateman's character was definitely one of the the more interesting and funny. He plays, like, Crab Man. <laughs> so he's, like, half man, half, like, crab. Love it. And Melissa McCarthy has a love affair with him. Yeah. And it's mostly because she enjoys eating crab. It's <laughs> so kind of, like, It's probably the best part of the whole movie is their little love, relationship. So. I love
3: it. And that's probably why he said he'd be part of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, and he plays it pretty straight. Like, he, he doesn't play, be, like, goofy or anything. He, I mean, he plays it like it's, like, almost like Ozarks. He's, like, straight up serious, like, yeah. he's the crab man, you know? <laughs> She's, like, sitting there, like, buttering up his, like, like crab, you know, pictures and everything, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I, I like the butter. It's just ridiculous. It's absolutely <gasps> okay. ridiculous.
3: That is hilarious. Did it have any redeeming qualities, Matt? Besides
0: that, I, you know, it, I mean, it's OK stories. The story is the story's actually not not bad at all. It's a kind of interesting story. It took a lot of uh, explaining and expose at the beginning of the film to get to where we are in the for the film. OK, but I, I don't know. I mean, I really having like these this powerhouse of like comedians and clearly, you know, Melissa McCarthy was calling in friends, being able to get Jason Bateman. And you know Octavia Spencer to be in everything. She just was calling in favors, but I mean, it really is not. It's not funny. I thought it would have been a lot (laughs) funnier. Honestly,
3: (laughs) not funny. Uh, Yeah. Well, like I said, Rotten Tomatoes gave it twenty two percent, so they agreed with you. IMDb four point four out of ten. How many reels you going to give it, Matty? I give
0: it one and a half. One and and a half.
3: Wow. Out of five stars. Yeah. So even if you're bored with nothing else to do, if you've seen everything else on Netflix, don't bother.
0: Yeah. Watch something else you've seen before that's good.
3: Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. What are we going to look at this week?
0: So there's a brand new Jason Statham, Guy Ritchie movie coming out to theaters on Friday called Wrath of Man that I'm going to go check
3: out. Ooh, I bet that one's going to be good. What are you hearing?
0: Yeah, but it looks real, real good because, you know, Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie have had kind of a feud for a long time. Yeah. So this is the first movie they've done together in years, mm. and I'm hoping it's just going to be a, a knock-out-of-the-park action flick. I think it will be, but, you know, you never know until you go see it.
3: That's so. right. That's right. I'll be anxious to see uh, what you think about that movie. Matt, as always, it's yeah. lovely chatting with you, even if it's just over the phone.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Lisa. I, I'm a little busy. I'm a little busy today. I didn't get to swing by. I got to be on the east side of town today. So. Yeah,
3: you know, if you guys are looking for a realtor in town, Matt Henshaw is your man. Where can they get a hold of you, Matt?
0: Oh, uh, I work for Keller Williams, Northern Arizona, the Berger Mini Group. So, you know, uh, welcome to Prescott.com is the easiest spot to find me on my real estate world.
3: All right. Well, I like, <laughs> I like to give you a little shout out because I love you, man. Have a great week. We'll chat with you okay, next week.
0: Lisa. You too. Take care.